Blog Talk Radio. Number one source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network.
lot for that. I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line.
Right. I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation. Here on High Frequency Radio Network, this is The Foundation, and we are High Frequency. As always, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. I'm the foundation, you know, where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So, you know, we always are actively correctly applying that correct information here on the foundation. I want to say all thanks, honors, Praises due to the Creator and the ancestors. I want to start off by saying peace and big up to that big brother, you know, Yusuf L. High Frequency Radio Network. Um, creator, Private Side Solutions, SBC University. My, my man's doing the work. Shout out to Yusuf L. I would like to welcome you to check out welcome to thefoundation.com uh, number one make sure you sign up for that email list you can find it right there on the main page I've been doing um, specific specific you know campaigns for those on the email list you know uh, special offerings and you know so on and so forth so, so I definitely I, you know I suggest you sign up for the email list that's welcome to the foundation.com you can check out the PDX section it's free learn on just download it take it go no problem you don't even got to sign up log in nothing just you know just just get your learn on and you know you can find the Instagram page the Twitter page the Facebook page and check out the education tab, Passport No Social, Trust Series, Trust Primer. Uh, you can book a consultation and you can make a donation off in the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. I appreciate y'all. I want to say peace to all the listeners. I want to say peace to all the archive listeners. We're going to shout out to the archive listeners first. Shout out to the archive listeners. Peace to all the live listeners as well as all the live callers. All those listening on the internet, uh, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, present, uh, past listeners, possibly future. Hey, whatever you know. Want to shout out, shout y'all out. Thank you, thank you. Um, I want to say peace to all the trustees and private trustee training, as well as you know all all of you invested in your private education. I also want to say peace to anyone that we have done business with in the private. Peace to anyone who has sent an email or well wishes or a current event or, you know, otherwise added to the foundation. You know, definitely. Definitely want to say peace, peace, peace. Appreciate y'all. You know, we're coming up on, you know, four years of the foundation in a couple in a couple months. So appreciate y'all checking this out. So let's jump into these current events real quick and let's jump into the show, you know. Uh, the public is locking down. The U.S. digital dollar is here. Some of you may understand what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about? Some of you are like, what are you talking about, man? What do you mean the digital dollar is here? Well, we're going to get into that. Definitely going definitely gonna to chop that all the way up. 
But in the meantime, let's jump in. And, all right, so first and foremost, we got the Wall Street Journal. Um, several states have committed to extra jobless benefit of $300 a week offered by Trump. Those states are Arizona, Iowa, Louisiana, New Mexico, Colorado, Missouri, and Utah. These are the first states to receive approval for FEMA funds. Here we go. We got, we got FEMA jumping in here. Federal Emergency Management Agency funds to send out enhanced unemployment benefits according to the statements on FEMA's website. And a statement from the Labor Secretary Eugene Scalia. So, you know, y'all got some you know, those of you who are interested but it's coming from FEMA. I don't get it. I don't know how you feel about that. Moving forward, Reuters.com, Wall Street, and lower after Fed minutes highlight tough recovery. Wall Street finished lower today after the Federal Reserve raised concerns with the U.S. economic recovery from the devastating effects of the pandemic based a highly Uncertain path. We got here in the minutes of the July Fed meeting. The policy committee said that the swift rebound in unemployment seen in May and June had likely slowed, and that quote substantial improvement and quote in the labor market would hinge on broad and sustained reopening of business. Activity. Fed also ruled out for now more dovish monetary policy measures such as yield curve control quotes. The Fed was cautious in the minutes and has been over the last month. I think the fact that the Fed was not too warm on yield curve control and some of the extreme measures investors may have liked to see was a concern. End quote. This is Mike O. O'Rourke, Chief Market Strategist at Jones Trading. Losses on Wall Street came after Apple Incorporated became the first publicly listed U.S. company to cross $2 trillion in market capitalization. Already the most valuable listed company in the world, the iPhone maker provided the biggest support to three main indices. So I'm gonna tell you what's happening. So we got this we got this stimulus rolling in. You've heard a lot of these, or maybe you haven't, a lot of these, you know, larger companies got a lot of the stimulus, a lot of these, you know, um economic injury and disaster loan, paycheck protection. One of those things you could you had to have less than five hundred employees or something like that. And you know, there's a lot of stock buybacks plus, you know, Robin Hood, these apps. A lot of people are getting into stocks telling you apple's dope tesla a lot of these things are holding up the entire stock market and this they're even admitting to that that's 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 what's being admitted to iphone maker provided the biggest support to the three main indices sp500 the dow nasdaq the company's stock was boosted by expectations of long-term success from the country's biggest Tech names in a post-pandemic world. 
Strong results from retailers Target and Lowe's also lifted sentiment earlier in the session. To me, that just says people are, you know, at home doing their dance as far as getting, you know, getting their stuff together. Looking at their house for days and days on end. They're looking at their house and then, they, you know, out of the blue, they're just like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it because they're tired of looking at, you know, they're going to Lowe's. They're going to Hope Depot. They're fixing up the stand, you know. And then Target itself, that's one of those places where you can go and kind of get everything. You can get furniture, you can get clothes, you can get food. So people who are worried about the pandemic are going to a lot of those spots. I think it's just being looked at differently, but that's just me. Let me keep it in context when it comes to, you know, getting back to these current events. Reuters, Fed's Barkin says uncertainty is weighing on U.S. outlook. This is Richmond Federal Reserve Bank President Thomas Barkin um, said today, keeping households from spending, businesses from investing, and even banks from extending credit. This is the uncertainty. To reduce that uncertainty, he said at least two things are needed, better control of the virus and more government aid for the unemployed and for businesses. Quote, we simply need to get this virus under control to give people confidence and certainty. But the economy also needs continued fiscal support to get through this period, he said. Um, The White House and U.S. lawmakers have failed to reach agreement on the new rescue package after key parts of the $2.3 trillion law passed in March expired in recent weeks. The government aid helped cushion the economy from what would have been an even worse downturn, Barton said. Quote, we need to be aware of two of two economies. There's the one we see in the numbers and the one we might see if we weren't benefiting benefiting from unprecedented physical and monetary stimulus. End quote. Many small businesses, for instance, might have filed for bankruptcy during the first wave of shutdowns, if not for governments now closed paycheck protection program, fiscal stimulus in particular was very useful to put money in people's pockets, he said, and much of it has been spent. If we do not have further business support and stimulus programs, then we will see what the underlying issue looks like. Post, post-pandemic. Um, that's that's just you know, hey, Richmond, you know, Richmond Federal Reserve Bank. That's you know, hey, uh, CNN business savers are struggling and probably will for years. These are savers. I'm just gonna let y'all know, dollar denominated savers. But I'm going to move on. Americans are nervous about their economic future so much that they're willing to keep money in the bank and treasury bonds that earn pretty much nothing. Not a zilch. You get the picture. The average interest rate generated by a standard bank savings account is just 0.1% according to bank rate. Excuse me. Hold on.
I'm sorry about that. Conservative investors trying to save by putting their cash in government bonds aren't faring much better. The yield on benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury is hovering around 0.65%, not far from record lows. Despite these puny interest rates, Americans have set aside 3.7, excuse me, 3.37 trillion in savings for that proverbial rainy day, according to figures from the government. The personal savings rate in the United States was a whopping 19% of disposable income in June. That was not a whopping. I don't think that's a lot. The savings rate down from a peak of 33% in April, but it's still substantially higher than the 7.1% savings rate at this time a year ago. Is there a hope on the horizon for savers? Maybe inflation is finally showing signs of creeping back into the economy. If consumer prices continue to rise, the bond yields should, in theory, go up too. So um, in my opinion, this is... uh, some sort of persuasion to get us to look forward for inflation prices. I don't, um, I mean, move forward, but the federal reserve says it isn't too concerned about inflation when the bigger worry is how the pandemic could lead to another big slide in economic activity. The fed has strongly hinted that it will likely keep rates near zero for the foreseeable future. The lack of a new round of stimulus from Congress is another reason why the fed needs to tend uh, needs to stand pat The central bank may need To enact more lending programs For struggling consumers and businesses If Democrats and Republicans on Capitol Hill Can't come to an agreement With President Trump soon On another financial aid package So consumers that Have their wherewithal May need to keep investing in stocks Which have surged back to all times Highs for the retirement needs <laughs> Oh, wow. Mutual fund giant Fidelity recently reported that the average IRA balance and an average 401k balance for its customer rose nearly 15% from the first quarter thanks to market comeback. Um, I'm just going to stop. I think it's funny that they're telling people to invest in stocks. Do not invest in stocks. If you already invested in stocks, that's cool. Do your dance. But if you're not, or you're thinking about getting into stocks more, cool. You know, it, maybe it's, yeah, it's going to go up. It's going to. It might increase the stock market itself. The value of the stock market overall may increase. You know, hey, but it's going to crash, man. Watch. I'm telling you. What, what's the day? What's the date today? Today is August nineteenth, twenty twenty, and I'm telling y'all, stock market is going to crash again. Watch. Watch, man. Look. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Let me jump. Into this, we got a, you know several more articles because this this is getting it's getting serious now and it's getting weird. Wall Street thinks a double dip recession is more likely than a V shaped recovery. Mm-hmm. This is CNN business. America's stock market has swiftly recovered from the pandemic. <clears throat> Excuse me, sophisticated investors don't think the real economy will do the same. Just seventeen percent of fund managers expect a V shaped economic recovery, according to a Bank of America survey released Tuesday. Far more, 31%, anticipate a gradual U-shaped recovery. Worse, 
The Bank of America survey showed that 37% of fund managers expect a double-dip recession via a W-shaped recovery. So the market's going to crash, and it's going to go back up, and it's going to crash again, and it's going to go back up. I'm telling you, this thing is going to crash again. And I, I just like this article because, it's, of course, it's accurate what, what I'm talking about. So, you know, there's a little ego splashing there, a little ego splashing there. Findings are yet another reminder that the stock market is not the economy. Wall Street may have catapulted back to record highs at lightning speed, but there's no guarantee Main Street will. The fact that the S&P 500 recovered its pandemic losses is more of a reflection of the unprecedented steps taken by central bankers than the strength of the real economy by slashing interest rates to zero and buying trillions of dollars of bonds. The federal reserve has left investors with almost no choice, but to bet on risky stocks. What? I've never heard anyone be this real. This is CNN, man. Um, The S and P 500 home to some of America's richest and most Powerful companies have spiked more than 50% since the March 23rd lows. But smaller companies, which are less suited to survive the pandemic, have lagged behind the small cap. Russell 2000 is still down 10% below its August 2018 record high. Y'all remember earlier, I pointed out that they said in that earlier article, that Apple was pretty much holding up to three indices. Mm-hmm. Quote, markets are still skeptical. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Skeptical <laughs> about the durability of the economic recovery. End quote. This is Solita Marcelli. Marcelli. Okay. UBS Global Wealth Management America's CIO. This is what was written in a note to clients on Tuesday. Is the rally overdone? That's why 50% of fund managers surveyed by Bank of America want companies to focus on slashing debt. Just 30% are pushing companies to ramp up business investment. Tellingly, very few fund managers want companies to return cash to shareholders through buybacks and dividends. The economic concerns revealed in fund manager survey echo what America's leading CEOs are saying. Just 9% of U.S. CEOs anticipated V-shaped recovery, according to conference board survey released late July. More than twice as many, which is 23%, expect a double dip through a W-shaped recovery. Some investors worry the remarkable, remarkable recovery on Wall Street may be overdone. The percentage of fund managers saying an equal weighted portfolio of stocks, bonds, and Gold is overvalued, reached the highest level since 2008, according to the Bank of America survey. Yikes. I mean, I'm telling you, NASDAQ hits fresh record high. CNN Business. NASDAQ clinched a new closing record on Monday, exceeding the peak from August 6th, finishing up 1%, but... It was the sole record on a day that looked like it could have clinched maybe possibly two. The message is clear. Wall Street is apparently unfazed by the collapsed stimulus negotiations in Washington, renewed U.S.-China tensions, and the ongoing pandemic. Man, they just, they just 
throwing blows over here on CNN. CNN business investors love stocks because there's nowhere else to go. Man, they're telling the truth. I think it's weird. It's very eerie that they're telling all this truth in the news suddenly. Um, If you're asking why U.S. stocks just hit an all-time high in the middle of a pandemic that's triggered the sharpest recession in history, you aren't alone. What's happening, the S&P 500, the broadest measure of U.S. stock market, notched a new closing record on Tuesday, erasing all of its losses since February. The index has rallied more than 50% from its low point on the 23rd of March. It's hard to believe, but 2020 bear market is officially over. Um, the bear market officially lasted over one month, making it the shortest ever, according to S&P Dow Jones indices. Ultimately, investors have found it hard to bet against the unprecedented flood of stimulus spending unleashed by governments and central banks. And with interest rates at historic lows, excuse me, those chasing returns are left with few alternatives to stocks. The tech giants still raking in cash have appeared especially attractive. Quote, investors have little choice but to search for yield. And that means going for riskier assets even at a time when the global macro environment is not optimal, end quote. This is Craig Erlam, Senior Market Analyst at Oanda. Even holdouts have gotten on board in recent weeks. David Costin, the Chief U.S. Equity Strategist at Goldman Sachs, I'm sorry, Goldman Sachs, I was about to say Goldman Sachs, he might as well be the name, you know what I'm saying, I'm just saying. Goldman Sachs told clients in late May that the stock market's push higher was, quote, unlikely to persist, end quote, noting that the outlook for corporate earnings in 2021 and a smooth economic recovery could easily prove too optimistic. Colston said he expected the S&P 500 to finish the year at 3,000. But late last week, Colston changed his tune, pointing to how interest rate environments help stocks he now expects the S&P 500 to close out 2020 at 3,600, 6.2% higher than the close on Tuesday, y'all. What's happening? At least they're admitting it. All of this stimulus, it has to go somewhere. Where is it going? It's going to the stock market. It's going in the companies. It's going into corporate buybacks. But, hey, check this out, though. CNBC, New York Governor Cuomo warns NYC restaurants may have to close again in the fall. New York City restaurants, once again, may have to close. These same restaurants that have been staying afloat with outdoor patios and takeout service this summer may be forced to close when it turns cold as far as local officials struggle to enforce the state's orders to curb the coronavirus. Unlike other parts of the state, restaurants and bars in the Big Apple have not been allowed to reopen indoor dining services. Some have been able to operate with expanded outdoor patios that Cuomo has said are safer. But we have a much, much bigger problem in New York City today than any of the surrounding suburbs with the lack of compliance, end quote. This is what Cuomo told reporters on a conference call 
when asked why the state allows indoor dining in other regions and not in New York City. I understand the inconvenience that many businesses are dealing with and going through, and I understand many businesses are under economic hardship and they feel that if they can't get back to full operation, that they are going to have, quote, issues, end quote, Cuomo said on the call. However, he indicated that a decision could come later as the weather turns cold and added that in this environment, two weeks is what a year used to be. Something changes every two weeks. Hmm. Very interesting. U.S. economy rebounding strongly. Fresh aid coming to the unemployed. Is it, is it U.S. economy is rebounding, quote, very, very strongly, end quote. And fresh federal aid will reach unemployed Americans in the next week or two, White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow said today, shaking off concerns about a second wave of infections. Kudlow, speaking to reporters at the White House, defended a reduction in the unemployment supplement to $300 from $600, saying stimulus measures should be reduced slowly as the economy strengthens. Quote, I think the economy is on a self-sustaining recovery, and it's a V-shaped recovery, end quote, he said. Going on to say, we're seeing terrific numbers. Asked about concerns that a second wave of infections this autumn and winter could derail the recovery, Kulo said, quote, the hope is that the decline in cases and fatalities will continue. That's the great hope, end quote. Remember I told you they'd be, they'd be doing this stuff off of hope and dreams? All this stuff is hopes and dreams. These fools be tripping. And the market's trip right next to him. <clears throat> Excuse me, moving forward. Man, look at this. Even in the UK, Reuters, United Kingdom employers give lowest pay raises in over a decade. British private sector employers have slashed their annual pay awards to staff, offering the lowest increase in over 10 years as they grapple with the hit from the pandemic. A survey showed human resource data provider expert HR said pay deals in the three months of July offered a median annual raise of half a percent down from 2.2% in the previous three readings. Pay freezes accounted for more than four in 10 settlements, not just here. That's the UK. Japan suffers worst GDP fall on record, but it fared better than others. Japan just reported its worst drop in GDP on record as the ongoing outbreak dented consumption. This is CNN Business. The world's third Largest economy shrank 7.8% in second quarter compared with the previous quarter, the country's cabinet office said Monday. That translated to an annual rate of a decline of 27.8%, the worst since modern records started in 1980 in the third consecutive quarter of contraction. But Japan performed better than other major economies in April and June. I'm sorry, April to June period when the United States and Germany both recorded 10% falls over the previous quarter, and British output crashed 
Among the remaining G7 economies, Canada Statistics Agency said it expects second quarter GDP to contract 12% from previous quarter. Consumption, which accounts for more than half of Japan's economy, slumped 8.2% for the quarter as businesses across the country shuttered during a six-week national emergency in April and May. CNN Business, one in four hotels can't pay their mortgage, man. In a desperate plea for help, the hotel industry said it faces a default disaster in which 25% of hotels are at risk of foreclosure. The report sent to Congress this week and compiled by TREP, T-R-E-P-P, shows that a percentage of the hotel loans, 30 or more days delinquent, is 23.4% as of last month, the highest percentage on record by comparison the percentage of hotel loans that were 30 or more days delinquent at the end of 2019 was just 1.3%. Quote, with record low travel demand, thousands of hotels can't afford to pay their commercial mortgages and are facing foreclosure with the harsh reality of having to close their doors permanently. End quote. This is Chip Rogers, CEO of the American Hotel and Lodging Association. He added that, quote, tens of thousands of hotel employees and other jobs in the industry are at risk if federal aid is not administered. Delinquency rates within the commercial mortgage-backed securities markets are at all-time highs. TREP tracks movements in those types of securities, which is a special kind of real estate holding. Commercial mortgage-backed securities pool loans from many companies, including commercial real estate owners like hotel chains and developers. Those loans are divided up and sold to investors. In total, $20.6 billion in hotel commercial mortgage-backed security loans were 30 or more days delinquent as of July. For comparison, the highest volume of delinquent hotel loans during the financial crisis of 2008, more than a decade ago, was $13.5 billion. In a letter signed by more than 4,000 hotel owners and several trade groups sent to Congress, the industry asked for support for the Helping Open Properties Endeavor Act. The HOPE Act is aimed at providing financial assistance to small businesses that operate in commercial real estate marketing and would shift funds from the CARES Act Economic Stabilization Fund. Quote, the HOPE Act would allow business owners to keep their businesses running and retain and rehire our valued employees. Without action, an unprecedented wave of hotel foreclosures will ripple out from the commercial real estate market, causing permanent job losses for thousands and the loss of billions in tax revenue to local municipalities supported by hotels. End quote. Citing statistics from a bureau of labor and statistics, the HLA said the sector has lost nearly 5 million jobs since February with economic impact and the industry nine times greater than the September 11 attacks. Oh. Major change echo that dire sentiment in May. World's largest hotel chain Marriott International said the pandemic is, quote, having a more severe and sustained financial impact on Marriott's business than 9-11 and the 2008 financial crisis combined, end quote. 
IHG, which owns Holiday Inn and other brands, said in a recent earnings call that its revenue for the second quarter fell more than 50%. And I hate to say this is just the beginning, y'all. And this is part of the, you know, hey, public is it's going, it's going down, it's locking down. Apple stock market value tops two trillion. Two years after Apple became the first publicly listed U.S. company with a one trillion dollar stock market value, the iPhone maker has now topped two trillion dollars. Reuters.com. The rally reflects growing investor confidence in Apple's shift toward relying less on sales of iPhones and more on services for its users, including video, music, and games. However, Apple's recent stock rally has left it potentially overvalued according to a widely used metric. The stock is trading at over 30 times analysts' expected earnings. Its highest level in more than a decade. I'm sorry, according to Refinitive. They saying it's overvalued, man, in the public. What? Gold bounces above $2,000 an ounce on the sliding dollar at CNBC.com. Gold rose over 1% to reclaim the key $2,000 an ounce level again. As the dollar plunged to two-year lows, it's down again. Now, hold on. Let me check. 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 Where's that today? Yeah, it's, it's smashed. It's down. It's down again today, though. I'm, this is be real. I'm just keeping it real. But it keeps doing it. Quote, we're going to run back up to the highs. We had a healthy correction in the gold market. A lot of people who jumped on the bear side of the market are going to end up reversing course. End quote. This is... This is Philip Strabel, Chief Market Strategist at Blue Line Futures in Chi-Town. Quote, people are watching the dollar index, and it's pretty alarming how it's breaking down, and we're seeing all these hard assets like gold and silver rising up in tandem, end quote. He's so confused. People, they're just so confused. Like, how is gold getting, why? Because I know. Last but not least, bank regulators, bank regulators, bank regulators cracked down on Capital One after its massive data breach. Did y'all know that Capital One had a data breach? Credit card company, CNN Business, U.S. government and Federal Reserve took action against Capital One in response to the bank's massive 2019 data breach. The Fed filed a cease and desist order laying out steps Capital One must take to improve its risk management program and internal controls related to cybersecurity and information security. It's part of consent orders Capital One entered into with the Fed and the Office of the Comptroller of Currency in response to the incident. The Fed's action comes in conjunction with an $80 million civil penalty announced against Capital One by the Office of the Comptroller of Currency In July 2019, Capital One revealed that a hacker had accessed private data from more than 100 million United States Capital One customers. The exposed 
Data from the hack included social security numbers, credit card applications, home addresses, credit scores, credit limits, and balances. The hacker also had access to the personal data of approximately 6 million individuals in Canada, according to the Federal Reserve Board. The hack marked one of the largest data breaches ever, and among those affected were some of the bank's most financially vulnerable customers. Outspace and neck. Outspace. But um, let's 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 chill there. And that's it for current events. So the public is locking down. The U.S. digital dollar is here. I told y'all it was coming, man. Here we go with this crypto stuff. And everybody's like, oh, it's decentralized and it's all good and whatever. And I was like, all right. And they were, you know, I tried to research the inventor of Bitcoin. And I'm not knocking Bitcoin. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm just saying. I tried to research the inventor of Bitcoin. And apparently nobody knows who he In the days of MI6, Mission Impossible, James Bond, the CIA, the FBI, all this, and they, they don't know who invented Bitcoin? Come on, man. Come on, man. Super sketch suspect. Super duper. Extra. Hey, you do your dance, I do mine. <clears throat> Warren Buffett, who is famous for his negative commentary regarding gold, sold his bank stocks and bought gold shares. I guess it's something. But I'm gonna read this bill, and I'm I'm very interested in what you have to say, you know, because I saw I saw USD coin, I, I saw a reference to that in government documents years ago. And I mean, okay, look, check it out, man. Whatever. And, and look, here's the deal: actions, right? So this thing, this bill, it's a Senate bill, and y'all can look it up: Senate Bill three five seven one. 116th Congress, 2019-2020. Y'all can look it up. Senate Bill. Three five seven one. So there's you know there's actions. It was introduced in March, March twenty third. It was read twice and referred to the committee on banking. So they just had some hearings held at, right at the end of June. Okay, so this this was going on. Senate, um, you know, look, to require member banks to maintain pass-through digital dollar wallets for certain persons and for other purposes. As Mr. Brown introduced the bill, it was read twice and referred to the Committee on Banking and Housing and Urban Affairs. Urban Affairs, Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs. Banking, (laughs) Housing, and Urban, okay, a bill, I'm going to quit playing. To require member banks to maintain pass-through digital dollar wallets for certain persons and for other purposes being enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America and Congress assembled. This act may be cited as the Banking for All Act. Oh yeah, Banking for All. Man, it sounds it sounds so inclusive, doesn't it? Man. I love it. Banking for all. I'm man, they're so nice. They're so nice. In this act, one Digital dollars, the term digital dollars means dollar balances consisting of digital ledger entries recording, I'm sorry, recorded as liabilities in the accounts of any Federal Reserve Bank. 
to digital dollar wallets. The term digital dollar wallet means a digital dollar or account maintained by a Federal Reserve Bank on behalf of any person for the purpose of holding digital dollar balances. Member bank, the term member bank means any national bank, state bank, or bank or trust company which has become a member of one of the reserve banks created by the Federal Reserve Act. Pass-through digital dollar wallets. The term pass-through digital dollar wallets means a digital wallet or account maintained by a member bank on behalf of any person, entitling that person to a pro rata share of a pooled reserve balance that the member bank maintains at any Federal Reserve Bank. Check this out. Postal retail facility, the term postal retail facility means post office, post office branch, post office Classified station. Did y'all know there was post office classified stations or other facility that is operated by the Postal Service? We got the post office and the Postal Service, the primary function of which is to provide retail postal services and does not include a contractor operated facility offering postal services. Postal Service, the term postal service means United Postal Service. Authority and mandate for member banks to maintain pass-through digital dollar wallets. In general, member banks shall open and maintain pass-through digital dollar wallets for all persons, including persons eligible to receive payments from the United States pursuant to a federal law relating to the coronavirus disease 2019. Told you COVID-19 meant coronavirus uh, or, or the it actually means coronavirus, December 19th, but, you know, the coronavirus disease, COVID-19. Um, I'm sorry, let me, read, let me start over. Member banks shall open and maintain pass-through digital dollar wallets for all persons, including persons eligible to receive payments from the United States pursuant to a federal law relating to the coronavirus disease, 2019, who elect to deposit funds into pass-through digital dollar wallets. Maintenance of assets in general, each member bank shall establish and maintain a separate legal entity for the exclusive purpose of holding all assets and maintaining all liabilities associated with pass-through digital wallets. Contents. The assets of any entity described in subparagraph A shall consist exclusively of a balance maintained in a master account at a Federal Reserve Bank and Liabilities or obligations of the entity shall consist exclusively of an equal quantity of balances maintained by holders of pass-through digital wallets. Capital or liquidity regulation of asset and liabilities of any entity described in some paragraph A shall not be deemed assets or liabilities of the member bank or its affiliates for purposes of any capital or liquidity regulation promulgated by the federal or state banking authorities. Um, a liquidity regulation? Y'all know what liquidity is? A capital, there's capital regulations, man. Y'all, I hope y'all paying attention. Online application requirement for large banks, member banks, with total consolidated assets greater than, I think there's what is it, it's three, six, nine, uh, $10 billion shall promptly offer application through online or telephony means for pass-through digital wallets. Terms of the pass-through digital dollar wallets 
pass through digital dollar wallet shall not be subject to any account fees, minimum balances, or maximum balances, and shall pay interest at a rate not below the greater of the rate of interest on required reserves and the rate of interest on XF reserves to um, shall provide functionality and service levels no less favorable than those that the member bank offers for its existing transaction accounts, including with respect to debit cards, automated teller machines, ATMs, online account access. You can, you can, you can access this through your phone, Bree. Automatic bill pay. Oh, man, it's so convenient. Man, these people are nice. <clears throat> Automatic bill pay. Where we at? Mobile banking. Oops. <laughs> man. Customer service and such other services as the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System determines appropriate in the public interest, provided that digital dollar wallet shall not include overdraft coverage. Three, shall be prominently branded in all account statements, marketing materials, and other um, communications as pass-through Fed accounts maintained by the member bank on behalf of the Federal Reserve for may not be closed or restricted by the bank on the basis of profitability considerations. So you can't close or restrict them even if your bank profits are suffering, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Five shall provide account holders with reasonable protection against losses caused by fraud or security breaches. Um, Reimbursement for costs, remember what I said? In general, each postal retail facility and each member bank with total consolidated assets of not greater than three, six, nine, ten billion dollars shall be reimbursed each calendar quarter by the relevant. My bad, I got it stuck, man. Page is stuck. The relevant Federal Reserve Bank for the actual and reasonable operational costs incurred by the postal retail facility or member bank and offering pass-through digital dollar accounts. So they're going to be reimbursed. That's why they can't close the accounts saying that they, you know, it's, it's hurting their funds. Regulations, the Board of Governors and the Federal Reserve System shall promulgate such regulations as necessary to carry out the subsection. Authority of the board, the member banks shall be subject to such regulations and obligations as may be imposed by the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System in connection with maintaining pass-through digital dollar wallets. Authority for state non-member banks and credit unions to offer pass-through digital dollar wallets. So non-member banks and credit unions can, can do it too. Federal Reserve banks shall permit state non-member banks and credit unions to open master accounts for exclusive purpose, purpose excuse me, of offering pass-through digital dollar wallets in compliance with the separate entity structure described in Section 3A if, one, the pass-through digital wallets comply with the terms set forth, set forth in Section 3B, and two, non-member bank or credit union electing to offer pass-through digital wallets shall be entitled to cost reimbursement in accordance with Section 3E. So member banks, non-member banks, Credit unions, you know what I'm saying? Hope you're following this. Authority and mandate for Federal Reserve banks to maintain digital dollar wallets for the general public. A, authorization subject to such restrictions, limitations, and regulations as may be imposed by the Board of Governors and, I'm sorry, the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System. Each Federal Reserve bank 
may maintain digital dollar wallets. B, mandate. One, in general, all Federal Reserve banks shall not later than January 1st, 2021, make digital dollar wallets available to all residents, citizens of the United States and to businesses domiciled in the United States. I'm going to say that one more time. All residents and citizens of the United States and to businesses domiciled in the United States. Two, limited branches in areas where access to physical member banks branches is limited, including in low or moderate income geographies, designated disaster areas, distressed or underserved non-metropolitan middle-income geographies as designated by the Federal Financial Institutions Examination Council. Federal Reserve banks shall partner with postal retail facilities to ensure access and availability to application and account services for all residents and citizens of the United States and to businesses domiciled in the United States. Telling y'all that this is the general public too. These man, look, I'm trying to just keep it real. Um, you know, uh, yeah. While while everybody's paying attention to all this other stuff, you know, it's it's just too easy. It's too easy to know that there's something else going on. I'm gonna keep going. In terms of digital wallet. Dollar wallets, digital dollar wallets, one shall not be subject to any account fees, minimum balances or maximum balances, and shall pay interest at a rate not below the greater rate of interest on required reserves and rate of interest on excess reserves. Now, what they're going to do is they're going to start charging fees for regular checking accounts that they haven't already. Have you all noticed that there's monthly maintenance fees? If you don't have a balance in the account or an average balance, 1500 2500 something crazy, and people say that it's not, uh, oh, we haven't seen negative interest rates in the United States yet. Man, whatever. All these banks are charging fees. Most credit unions aren't still, but watch. Watch the move. And this came from the International Monetary Fund. It's a white paper. Um, uh, uh, It's uh, the de-dollarization. I'm going to have to look it up, man. But look, and man, this is... Mm-hmm. Look, so there's not going to be any fees, any any overdraft fee. Look, and they're going to pay interest higher than the other accounts. And this is how it's going to. They're going to lull everybody into these accounts, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. Look, look, look. Um, they shall provide debit cards, online account access, automatic bill pay, mobile banking, customer service, and other such services as the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System determines appropriate in. The public interest provided that digital dollar wallets shall not include overdraft coverage. Three, shall provide in conjunction with the Postal Service access to automatic teller machines to be maintained on behalf of the Board of Governors of the Postal Service and Postal Retail Facilities. They're going to have ATMs at the post office, man. Four, shall be branded in all account statements, marketing materials, and other communications as Fed accounts maintained by the Federal Reserve Bank on behalf of the United States of America. This is to make it seem more legitimate. Because I'm telling you, this stuff is about to crash. Five may not be closed or restricted on the basis of profitability considerations. You can't close or restrict the accounts on the basis of, you know, it's costing the bank money or costing the bank profits. 
six shall provide account holders with reasonable protection against losses caused by fraud or security breaches. D, Bank Secrecy Act. (laughs) In establishing and maintaining digital dollar wallets, each Federal Reserve Bank shall comply with, one, Section 21 of the Federal Deposit Insurance Act, two, Chapter 2 of Title I of Public Law 91-508, and three, subchapter two of chapter 53 of title 31, United States Code. E, privacy, section 552A of title five, United States Code, commonly known as the Privacy Act of 1974, shall apply to digital dollar wallets and the privacy obligations applicable to each Federal Reserve Bank and its employees, including with respect to criminal and civil penalties, shall mirror those applicable Two federal tax returns under section 6103, 7213A1, 7213A, and 7431 of the Internal Revenue Code of 1986. Section 6 regulations, the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System shall promulgate regulations carrying out this act. Now, here, look. This is it. And not only are they mandating, all banks have to set up their accounts with the Federal Reserve. When they inter, when we interface with the banks and the post offices, fam, fam, on all statements and ATMs, they have to show, they have to say Fed account. And this is going to legitimize or supposedly legitimize the system. I feel as though it's going to be some quasi-gold or some kind of precious metals-backed currency that they're going to supposedly back these USD coins with. And, you know, they're going to try to make us feel all safe and comfortable and all these all these things. And they're saying that this needs to be done by 2021. Um, I don't know. You, you tell me. I'm very interested and knowing what y'all think, whether y'all email me at admin at welcome to the foundation.com, you press one on your keypad if you're called in live. Uh, and then I got some texts from people saying that the regular number wasn't working and they had to call some 563 number. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check that out. And if that's the case, I mean, you know, I don't know. Blog talk is being weird, maybe. Suddenly people can't get through <laughs> on the regular number because I'm over here talking about this digital dollar. Or am I just being paranoid? Am I being penoid? I'm probably being penoid. I'm being penoid. But yo, this is why I'm saying we got to set up a private estate. This is why I'm saying we had to get our gold and silver. This is why I'm this is why I'm saying you got to start your business. This is why I'm saying all this stuff because the public is locking down. The public has been locking down, and it's, it's not a game. Yes, they said the regular number was full. And what nobody else ain't nobody on the regular number. That's what they said. That's weird. I don't know what's going on. Block talk, man. I don't know. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh the public has been locking down. I, man, look, I knew it when they pulled um pulled the ability for you to use the EIN for a trust or a corporation to obtain another EIN on IRS.gov. Now you can only use your social or ITIN. I knew it when the banks, like Navy, Federal, and all these, you know, uh, PenFed, all these banks uh, got connected to the Social Security Administration so they can tell and know whether or not um, 
uh, a number that was given to them was a social security number or not. They're trying to shut down the CPNs. Um, I knew it, man, I knew it when I started hearing about this USD coin. And even still, like, you know, I'm going to be, let me jump on a little bit of this conspiracy dance. Why not? I think there's more to it about this coin shortage, y'all. I think, I think it's, I, I feel like even the base metals are about to be, they can't afford to have base metals, nickel and copper or zinc out in circulation. That's just me personally. Personally. I got people telling me uh, silver should be at least $300 an ounce. Tell, showing me the fundamentals and stuff. Now, gold's going to 3000 4000 5000 We'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, I know this election is going to have a lot to do with it, depending on if, if Joe Biden wins or if, you know, if Trump is back in office or something like that. I don't know. Those of you listening to this this episode in the archives in the future, y'all know what happened. But I don't know yet. What I do know is while everybody's over here talking about all this election stuff and this personal stuff and is Kanye going to run and all this other, man, they're passing all of this different type of legislation. They say U.S. citizens and businesses domiciled, domiciled in the United States. Are you a U.S. citizen? I should do a show on U.S. citizen versus American citizen. I don't know. Maybe people wouldn't be interested in that. I think most people are just interested in hearing me chopping it up about trust. And that's cool. But this has a lot to do with your private estate. This has a lot to do, in my opinion, with, you know, um, the the future of of, of your family, the, the future of of you, the future of your wealth. Capital controls and liquidity controls. Did you? Y'all need to read this. Y'all need to read this. You need to read it. And it's not. I mean, it's not super duper legally stuff. Like you can't understand it. It's it's pretty. You know, it's pretty straightforward. It's only nine pages. So it's not a super long piece of legislation. And you know, I don't know. I'm really interested to know, but I knew this stuff was coming, man. I'm trying to tell y'all. And the market's going to crash again. I'm telling you, it's going to crash hard, too. Everybody's, everybody's going to get caught out there. Because this is the, this is the, uh, the, the melt-up. When, when, when the average Joe, when, when everybody, when people are talking about the stock market and getting to the stocks at the water cooler, and it's just, when, when this stuff just, just hits mainstream, that's when you know. You got to look for it. Here, here we go. And we got bankruptcies on the horizon from companies, from individuals. We got, um, you know, these moratoriums on rent and um, uh, mortgages. People didn't have to pay their rent. People didn't have to pay their mortgage. This stuff is expiring. And, you know, we, we're in the middle of a wealth transfer. I'm telling y'all, whether you know it or not. And those who have the knowledge those who are properly structured, and those who have the tangible, true assets, those are going to be the ones who are going to be on the beneficial side of this wealth transfer. And those of us who don't have the knowledge, don't have the proper assets, are going to be on the the negative side of the wealth transfer. Because you come from an informed family, or an unformed family, or you meet someone who's informed and they put you on the game. And that's it. And I'm telling you, 
These stocks are overvalued. Anything denominated in Federal Reserve notes is at risk. That means your 401k, your IRA, your Roth. Anything that's any any assets you have, supposed alleged asset that you have that's denominated in Federal Reserve notes is at risk. The value of your real estate is at risk. Real estate's in the bubble too. Straight up. Stock market's in the bubble. Real estate's in the bubble. The, the, I think, in my opinion, the most severely undervalued asset that I can see in all of commodities is silver. And I would suggest you keep getting gold, too. And I would suggest that you jump on the email list so you can get one of them emails, so you can get one of them offers, so you can jump into trustee training. Of a very generous offer for those on the email list. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. And those of you who are on the email list, y'all, y'all have already gotten an email. Check your um check your spam folder. Very generous offer for the foundation. Trustee training is a must. Capital control, capital and liquidity controls. Y'all need to pay attention to the to the uh, to the terms, and you know I understand the 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 draw and the allure with regards to Bitcoin. I get it. I have Bitcoin. I'm not gonna lie. Do I have a lot? No, I wouldn't say I have a lot. I would say I have it, but I wouldn't say that I have a lot. But I will say that. You know, to diversify is, is, I mean, you need to diversify out of that all-caps name. You need to diversify out of those, you know, those sole proprietorships. You need to diversify out of that employee state. You need to own nothing, control everything. Diversify into your private estate, your business trust, your asset trust, your family trust. And in some instances, your 501c3 tax-exempt private family foundation. Own up to control everything in an entity that does not owe its existence to legislation. Therefore, it's not governed by legislation. It's governed by contract, and contract makes the law. And no state can um, pass any law that impairs the obligation of contract. So if you think they're not going to start seizing value, you're tripping. If you think it's not already, already happening through inflation of the currency, you're tripping. Taxes, at least taxes, you can see what's happening. But inflation, inflation happens silently. Slowly, over time, things become more and more expensive. And then if you hit some hyperinflation, then it's not slowly over time anymore. And all my people who have been in different countries or known people who have been in, in different countries where their currency hyperinflated know what I'm talking about. And, you know, most people in this country think it can't happen. And yeah, the dollar is the reserve currency of the world currently. And I mean, tell you, that's by force, hands down. It's not by anything else except by force. But there's all types of, you know, things popping right now. All types of things. And I think, you know, now more than ever, it's time to get private. Now, if you have to have some, 
have some USD coins or whatever. In my opinion, if 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 I absolutely have to mess around with some USD coins and some USD account with some USD Fed something, it's gonna be through a private contractual trust. So I know specify and mitigate the specific minimum contacts. Hands down, hands down. But, you know, I'm looking not to do that. Those of us who have gold and silver intangible assets, we're going to start, you know, bartering. We're going to start exchanging. We're going to start doing business privately. Private contract that can, you know, be held up in a, in a quarter equity. Offer acceptance, performance, consideration. And the consideration can be anything. And those of us who know are looking to diversify ourselves not only outside of Federal Reserve notes and Federal Reserve note denominated assets, but outside of entities that are created and controlled by the state of or the state department. Because here it comes, and we're getting to a point where, I mean... The public is locking down, y'all. And I'm not saying this to try to scare you or put you in a fear. This ain't no clickbait. This is serious. This is for real. You know, this and this is for me to say, tell tell myself, like, man, I you know, I did everything I could to sound the alarm. I did everything I could to put people on the game. I did everything I could to bring awareness to the issues that I saw on the horizon the issues that I that I knew were going to be confounding, confusing and almost unbearable and it's sometimes unbearable for people that I know people I'm comfortable around, people that I grew up with, people that I understand people that look like me, people that talk like me feel like me it's going to be really tough and they about to activate the post offices with this this isn't no game dog this is no game. And it's time to get it's time to get your estate in order. It's time to get your estate in order. It is time. It is time. It is time. Or not. Or not. I say that with all love and I say that with all due respect. So if you're not, you know, sign up for the email list. Go to welcome to the foundation.com right now and sign up for the email list because that offer, that reminder is going to go out again tomorrow. Sometime tomorrow, you know, afternoon or something. And I suggest that you take care, you take advantage of that offer. Give yourself a fighting chance. Give your children a fighting chance. There's going to be generations, the next generation, and the generation after that, they're not going to know what we know. They're not going to understand what Federal Reserve notes were and that we could do this and we could do that. And they're not going to understand a world without capital and liquidity controls on these accounts. They're not going to understand days when you're telling them silver is $28 an ounce. Gold is $2,000. they are going to be like, for real, it was that cheap? You think this, this is not? Oh, I mean... I don't think this is a game at all. I think this is time. I think it's time right now. I think 
Uh, you know, use your private estate in order. Diversify, you know, your 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 assets. Diversify. Get them properly titled. Get out of. You know, look. This is what my man, my mentor told me. He was like, you know, we all deal in trust. You know, we all understand this deal, and we all understand the difference between you know true true knowledge and controlled knowledge. And that he, you know, we don't care how many letters you have behind your name. That's that's controlled knowledge. That's what they want you to know. We operate in a field that deals with true knowledge. And in this field, you know, you have insurance for your car. You got insurance on your house. You got a, you got apartment insurance. You know, you got health insurance. You got you know, there's all different types of insurance. You got shipping insurance on your package, man. And we, we, we're not taught in the controlled knowledge area. We're not taught that there's insurance for fiat currency, for paper money, for, for a currency that could go to zero because it has no intrinsic value because it's paper and ink. And that insurance is precious metals. It's gold and silver. As the value of the dollar is decreasing, gold and silver is increasing. In value, nominal to dollar terms. And then, if you're concerned about a confiscation or something like that, I mean, a you consider you know American Eagle gold and silver coins because you know IRS proposed legislation that numismatic coins were non-confiscatable. This is in 1984, 1985. Congress passed the American Eagle Gold. Coin Act, and I think shortly after that, the American Eagle Silver Coin Act, and they designated these coins numismatic. It's the only coin designated numismatic by Congress, the only one. American Eagles, gold and silver. So if the numismatic, and you can you know substantiate that they're numismatic and non-confiscatable through proper legislation, and they're titled properly in a private contractual entity that's part of your private contractual estate. Through trustee training, man. I mean, at least give yourself a chance. Give your heirs a chance. Watch these fools devalue this currency. But first, they're going to pop the stock market, man. I'm going to go to... Let me check out these phone lines. This thing is acting crazy. But um, we got what? Where where we at? Four... About a minute left, y'all, in the broadcast... So they're saying you got to call 563-999-3625 if you're checking this out on the internet. If you're listening on the internet, you're going to get cut off in about 60 seconds. I don't know why it does that, but that's what it does. So you got to call in 563-999-3625. But I'm going to go, let me check out these phone lines, you know. I'm like for real. I'm really interested in what y'all think about this legislation. 100% interested because I I guess the main thing is does it does it is it motivation? Is it does it motivate you? I guess that's the main thing. Is Knowing this information, does it motivate you? 
Because, I mean, it absolutely motivates me. And, you know, when I when I came across this information, it motivated me to do this to do this show. So once again, you got thirty seconds, real quick, five six three nine 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 three six two five five six three nine 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 three six two five oh you will be disconnected. And you will have to check out the show in the archive. Music got weird. All right, I guess we're streaming. So let me let me take a couple calls, and then I'm up out of here. It's been a long day for me. First call two one four. Every code two three seven five two one four two three seven five. Peace. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Peace. Yo, this is Dante. Calling from Texas. Hey, peace, man. What's going on? How you doing, man? Man, doing really well. We run down the list of shout outs real quick. Brian from the Bay, Mellow Bay, all the fam. It was good to hear Sister Yvette last week. And uh, what's the deal? What's the deal? It was Daryl from Brownsville? I was in the archives, heard him. He had his own little tight intro. So shout out to the fans. Definitely wanted to yeah. talk it up with you because you said uh, you said a few things that really kind of piqued my interest. You're talking a little bit about conspiracy stuff, so I'd like to throw two of them in there. One, okay, okay. there's a word on the street in some uh, conspiracy circles that Donald Trump is on the board with the uh, Fed now. Have you heard anything about that? No, I thought the board of the Fed was member banks. And you had to be like the owner. Reserve? Yeah, and, you, and like you had to be somehow owners of one of those member banks of the Federal Reserve. I mean... You talking about the Federal Market Committee? Not at all. Like, definitely the Federal Reserve. I had to go back and read it a second and third and fourth time. Man, hey, will you send that to me? I did not hear that. Please send that to me. I do. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, like, the Federal Reserve, you know, some people say Rothschild Bank. But, uh, yeah, so that was one thing, and then there's this whole other thing in conspiracy circles, because that's what I've been doing a little bit with my free time, is seeing what the, air quotes, crazy folks are talking about. And so uh-huh. you combine that with what you were talking about with the gold-backed currency, and they got this uh, Nasera Jacera stuff out, and Big Homie Yusuf uh, posted something about it on his channel. So I know if you've, you've looked into that, but it's... it's you said you said yeah, Nasera who? Research. Nasera the is one of the acronyms. Yeah, absolutely. You talking about like the uh, world... I, you know, I know the globalization 4.0. The World Economic Forum is on that. I did a show about that not too long ago about the the, the reset. They got the, the prince... The prince Prince, Prince yeah. Charles Rambo Henry Kearney. or whoever it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. You go to um, wef.org, I think, worldeconomicforum.org, and they got this great reset popping, globalization 4.0. Are you talking about that, or what are you talking about? Uh, they all kind of tie in, but, you know, I'm just going to 
be in my foil hat lane right now. Okay. And they basically got this deal where, like you said, the jig, the jig is up. <laughs> like, and, you know, I, I don't really know how most of your listening audience feels about President Trump, but I definitely feel like he's not a politician. Like, he's not, he's not in the fraternity of the boys that we're used to having in that office. And I think he's really trying to pee in some people's cornflakes as far as, you know, messing it up for everybody. As far as you know, their system goes. So, you know, there's there there's definitely a lot of stuff, but I'll I'll definitely send you the Nasera, the Jacera, and uh, see what you what you think about the him being on the board at the Fed. And um, the other thing, I really 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 liked uh, how you put that pregnant pause in about the U.S. citizenship. We talk about entities with this um, digital dollar. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I I can't tell you how on the money you are because I've been you know digging in the crates and the in the archive quite a bit. And you know, people that are listening in the future are gonna look back and be like, I don't know if this dude was prophetic or tapped in or both, but yeah, those were wise words. If I'm looking at the date on the show right, and. I'm on the email list, and you're definitely right. That was a very generous offer that you sent out to those of us that are on there. And even heard you last week. Like, I don't know that there's any more you can do because workmen is, you know, still worthy of their hire. But, you know, I feel like you're definitely giving the homeboy hookup, <laughs> you know. Like, I got it in for you. For you, it's just a little rough. And... The other one thing that I really wanted to go back and that I've been listening to that I feel like other people might not understand the gravity of is the post office is different than the postal service. Correct. And that's something that might have just blown over a couple of your listeners' heads or, you know, they might have been doing whatever they're doing and halfway listening, but that's something they should go back and rewind and, like, Google those two separate entities. Correct, and I mean, I mean, I I crack some toes. You know, I do my dance, pancake real quick. Uh, Post office, you know, um, if if you private, you're only supposed to be getting mail through general delivery, hands down, or what uh, Chris L calls rural free delivery, hands down. Um, Post office boxes were, you know, basically first um, set up for businesses. You know, some people couldn't afford storefronts, businesses. And then, you know, trusts and estates after that. Uh, but, you know, you know, business trusts and estates. Uh, so that's the post office. The postal service uh, is what bangs the mail from the post office to your home. And the postal service picks up the mail out of those, those postal service boxes that they've been picking up or they say they've been picking up and brings it to the post office. The, you know, from post from post office to post office is still two cents. You should yeah, try your, your your postage is different. I've been trying to get you on it for a minute, man. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, man. But you know, yeah, I'm structuring this the way to where it don't really Huh? <laughs> but yeah, that'll be that'll be a private conversation. We'll we'll get back on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's, yeah, man. You know, 
the post office versus the postal service, man. At least, you know, this is why I understand. I don't give legal advice. Uh, you know, I'm not a tax attorney. I'm not a you know lawyer with nothing, blah, blah, blah. So this is my personal But you can read. Information educational purposes only. <laughs> right. Exactly. From an educational standpoint, like, hey, this is what I read and how I understand it. Y'all go check it out. Right. Yeah, I mean. You come up with these fools are not playing, man. All, that's all I'm saying. These fools are not playing. It is. It's definitely a game to them because they're sitting up in in the box. But like, you know, gladiators back in Rome. It was a death sport, but it was still a sport to the people that weren't on the sand. And that's what this is right now, I think. Like it is yeah, definitely I mean, a game to the people that are just watching from the sidelines. But like it's real it's, people need to not get scouts. Like it's chess moves and most people don't realize that they being viewed as pawns, man. Or maybe not just viewed as pawns, but we occupy the position of pawns, man. This is gonna be Absolutely. most destructive this is gonna be most destructive to our people, man, for real. That's my thing, man. And that's the thing, like, okay, you were a pawn, you didn't know you were a pawn, but you made it all the way across, now you get to swap out for another piece, (laughs) you know, if you made it home and didn't die, you're good. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, 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 I mean, that's what we over here, you know, we're trying to... That's what I feel like you're doing. I'm trying to give you that foundation, you know, so you make it. Man, 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 yeah, I don't want to hog up too much phone time because I know how I feel when other people are getting long-winded, especially the first caller. But um, <laughs> definitely appreciate your effort. And, you know, we we people really need to understand the gravity of exactly what you're doing right now because I'm not even going to lie to you. I ain't got a lot of tickets. I'm from Texas, <laughs> and, and we've been bamboozled and run amok a couple times as a state. But, like, bro. If you go back and you listen and then you look it up, because, like, I've even, you know, cross-referenced your stuff, you know, like they're doing on the Internet now, fact-check it, and it all checks out. (laughs) And we really need to, like, get some more people on this boat of, like, when the flood comes, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, I was telling you, build a boat, build a boat, build a boat. You didn't get your ship, S-H-I-P together <laughs> before the flood came well you know I got me in mind to, to take care of and yeah we can you know link up boats or whatever and you can come over and enjoy a family picnic with my family and I but if you're in the water I'm in the you know it's hard it's rough it's a big boat mm-hmm. and it's, it's treacherous times you know I you know, it took me a while because uh, I feel like if you told the guys on the street about me, I could be known to be a little bit of a peddler and be, you know, moving stones and stuff. But like, you know, just do that's got it right. Like kings, kings, queens, and community. Like, please get it together and just, you know, dip your toe in the water and find out if you can drink from this time of truth. Because like, so you're spending it and. I go and I look up a lot of the stuff that you talk about, a lot of the stuff that you talked about in the past, and, you know, futures, or the past to prove the future, and all that kind of stuff, and, like, 
you know, again, I'm going to pitch it out here and try to be the motivational strength and conditioning coach. Like, you know, it's not bolted down. You just got to do something about it. And if you're listening and you're thinking about it and you're considering it and you think you got as much time as the world has for eternity, like, you could be wrong about that. Make a couple sacrifices and get this together for your family because, like you said last week, you could be the only person doing this for your family. And don't be out there looking hurt. Because I'm definitely not trying to do that for my thing, like, at all. And I appreciate what you do. I'm going to let you go. I think I, I shouted out Brian in the Bay. I still haven't heard from Mellow Bay, so tell him, you know, I don't have really a bone to pick with him, but we still got these coveralls and these street clothes out here. Tell him to get at me. I will, man. I appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you very much. All right, man. I appreciate everything you're doing. Have a good one. Thank you, man. You too. Peace. Peace. Peace and love. I think um I think it's time to do it. Look, I just gotta um I gotta text y'all, so I got I gotta go. I apologize. I know we got other callers and stuff, but you know, I gotta I gotta do my dance. Uh, you know, but I trust that you were able to learn and, um, you know, pick up what I was putting down in the show. I'm telling you, this stuff is coming through. And, you know, um, I know my people are really last minute. I know every time I, you know, I do something, I'll be like, yo, um, we got, you know, we got this going, we got that going, so on and so forth. And then people be last minute. I know my people be last minute. We can't be last minute with this. It's not worth it. It's not going to work. It's not going to be what you think. And, you know, instead of just being, you know, being in a situation, feeling like you have nothing, uh, no options, nothing you can do when people aren't trying to help you and getting angry and, you know, just, just handle your business. So, you know, email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Um, if you have any questions, but I highly suggest you go to welcometothefoundation.com, sign up for the email list and check out, you know, uh, the reminder email that's going to go out probably uh, either tomorrow or the next day, probably tomorrow. Thursday and get down get down you know um, sometimes you got to get down to get up and um, or just sometimes you just got to make a decision either way you know uh, I'm, I'm concerned but at the same time I'm very I'm very hopeful and optimistic this we got this but you know we got to make moves we can't just sit around and expect someone to come save us. Ain't nobody coming to save us. The savior is you. You got to do it. And a lot of times it's going to be you saving your people around you, saving your family. And when the stuff hits the fan and everybody starts looking around and panicking and seeing that you're handling your dance, then people are going to be looking at you to make decisions, to help them out, tell them what to do and stuff. Things happen very fast and dynamics and relationships change very quickly based on circumstances. I just want you to be ready. I just want you to be prepared. Um, to be prepared. It's very important to me. So admin at welcome to the foundation dot com, but more importantly, I would say go to welcome to the foundation dot com and sign up for that email list. And um, you know, so you can catch this offer and you know, you can get into this trustee training, you get you you just you can start doing your dance. It's absolutely necessary. You know, so 
with that being said, you know, I really, um, I really want you to be a part of this wealth transfer on the positive side, not the negative side. And anything that I can do to serve and help you reach that is my honor, it's my privilege. It definitely is. You know, the foundation, you know, it's a charitable educational purpose that's behind all of this. And, uh, you know, we aim to reestablish your foundational understanding of what commerce is, what commerce really is, and how to properly transact in the commercial realm without giving up your rights, without putting yourself in a situation, without putting your assets and your wealth at risk. And that's what it's about. It's about multi-generational wealth. Dynastic wealth. Dynastic wealth is wealth that's held in the family for over 300 years minimum. Dynastic wealth. I want to put that in your mind. Think about here. You hear what I said? Dynastic wealth. Wealth that's held in the family for over 300 years. That's, that's how they measure in families, man. Man, I'm behind. We behind. Let's do this dance. Welcome to the foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Highlight me. I appreciate y'all. Um, I love y'all. And I want what's best for y'all. And uh, you know, help me help you. And let's do this. You know, you have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Make sure you say ten things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. And I will catch you here next week on the hottest radio network. On the planet, High Frequency Radio Network. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.